Not a matter of if, but when crisis will rock your world. I'm Roshini Rajkumar, licensed attorney, crisis strategist, and host of The Crisis Files. In each case file, we explore a real-world crisis. My crisis squad and I seek solutions. We sometimes run into things, though, where we need to get some help from a special expert. Amy Olson is that special expert today. She's returning to the Crisis Files. She is founder of Life Done Simply. She's a productivity coach and advocate for intentional living. Amy finds power in slowing down. And today, she is going to show us how. In the case file I call, Slow Your Roll. All right, so Amy, everyone talks about becoming more productive and organized, which sometimes makes us picture furiously trying to clean off your desk. In fact, I know I need to do that back at my office. But that seems to be the very opposite of what you're talking about. Yes. I say that when you kind of tackle it from that New Year's resolution standpoint that I got to get it done, now's the time, the motivation has struck, that that's not the most sustainable way to approach your goal of of becoming more organized and more productive because you're kind of ignoring the, the foundation of what you need to build first, which is what does it mean to you to be more organized? And what does it mean to you to be more productive? And in order to do that, you really need to slow way down and pay attention. So really, you're talking about getting very personal and having to almost analyze, do a forensic analysis of your own brain when it comes to what it means. So let's get into the difference between urgent versus important. Yeah. So every day we all experience urgent, right? Emails, you know, you have a boss, a child, a sick kid, you know, you get the call from school. And urgent tends to feel really important. However, that's not the case. It's uh, nine times out of 10, if not more, the important thing is not the urgent thing, right? The important thing is the thing we keep putting on the back burner because it's not right in front of us. It doesn't have, you know, the fire cues. So what we need to do is we need to find out really what's important to us in determining, you know, that could be a goal, that could be just the priority of the week, the priority of the year, and really finding a way to silence and slow down so you can focus on that, right? And and, and when you pull back and when you slow down, you're able to really pay attention to cues that your body gives. You're able to get um, pay attention to cues that other people may give regarding things, you know, that seem urgent, and you're able to really attack it with some more clarity. So speaking about those cues your body gives, we always hear people say, let's go with my gut. But is going with your gut the right thing to do when it comes to being more intentional and slowing your roll? Mm, It really depends. I do think that there is a benefit to listening to your gut. But again, you need to pull way back and really slow down. And I say even emergency professionals, EMTs, firefighters, police officers, they all do the same thing, which is before they act, right? Before that crisis, before they can act to the crisis, they need to pull back and just go, okay, what's happening here? What in my body, what is my body telling me? So there's a little bit of that listening to your gut, but also 
is there an opportunity? So, you know, I say listening to your gut is really, is there an opportunity that the urgency isn't allowing me to hear? And then maybe can I pay a little bit more attention to that? Um, when we also slow down, it gives us an opportunity just to be a little bit more engaged with the process. And there's a learning that's afforded there as well. When you kind of pull back and say, okay, um, I'm listening to my gut. I'm listening to my bodily cues. This might not be the most important thing, but what can I learn from it? So on that note, because you are very much about being mindful and intentional, how can we be mindful when it comes to slowing down versus I'm just doing things at, you know, a tenth of the pace versus as quickly as I used to? Yeah. I say you can pay attention to a few different things. When you need to slow down is when you're anxiously watching the clock or a project timeline or, you know, even when you're driving, right? When you can sense that you're in that anxious mode, time to slow down. Um, but in work, especially regarding productivity, when you're making mistakes. And I say silly mistakes, right? Because not all mistakes are bad mistakes. We learn from mistakes. But when you're making those silly mistakes, the ones that you typically don't make, that's a great cue for you to say, okay, I need to slow down. Uh, rushing is not making me more productive. It's actually doing the opposite. Um, when you're ignoring your bodily cues, this is a really popular one for women where we're ignoring pain, we're ignoring bodily function, we're not drinking enough water, we're not getting the sleep and the nutrition that we need. So when you notice that you're skipping meals or that you're not taking those necessary breaks during the day, you may be doing that because you think, oh, this is making me more productive, I'm in a flow, you know, I don't want to stop. But the reality is not paying attention is actually going to make you crash later. And when you crash, it's harder to recover. Um, but if you're lo losing your train of thought, if you're losing sight of a goal, um, and this is a really key one. If you're not sense, if you're not feeling any sense of accomplishment at the end of the day, at the end of the week, at the end of the year, if you're looking back and you just feel a sense of relief that you got through it, you need to slow down. You're trying to do too much and you're not taking care of yourself in the process. Right. So that's sort of a risk reward calculation, right? If we're getting so stressed and we're just trying to get things checked off our list, we're not really feeling what we're doing. And tell me a little bit about some of the harm that can happen to us when we go on this overdrive. Yeah. Oh, well, I think a main one is just discontentment right? That not feeling that sense of accomplishment. And even when we're accomplishing things, you know, you'll hear it so often from people who say, take a step back and pay attention to what you have done, right? Because when we're rushing, we're losing sight of our progress and our success. And so we're more likely to give up and abandon a goal, abandon a project, uh, abandon a relationship. So that's a really, to me, the, the discontentment is really important. But even more so, we may react to a crisis. We may react to a situation in a way that's very harmful uh, for our career. We may miss an opportunity. I think, you know, people rush 
to take the opportunity, right? And they don't pause to go, ooh, is this the right balance for me? Is this in alignment with my values and my goals? But really by taking the pause, I think you're giving yourself a greater opportunity to seize new opportunities, right? So to me, there's harm in in abandonment of goals and not um, opening yourself up for new opportunities because you're always just rushing to the new thing. I like that line, take a pause. Whatever that means for you, you can really customize how that's going to help. In past case files, we've talked to you about other topics, and one that really comes to mind is procrastination. How does procrastination possibly fit into just even the slowing down? Because I can see there might be sort of a meshing. Yeah. So I think, I mean, there's many reasons why we procrastinate, but when we're rushing, we think that that's the pace we need to keep, right? That's, and I think society tells us that a little bit too, right? This, if you're not, you know, you're busy, everyone answers with that four letter word, oh, I'm so busy. And there's this idea that you have to have this hustle and this grind to be successful. And so when we're not in that mental, emotional, or physical state where we can sit down at our desk and grind and hustle away, then we feel like, well, I'll just do it later because the, you know, the mood hasn't struck. I'm not, I don't have that level of motivation. In reality, coming to your desk, coming to your job, coming to your family, your relationships, whatever you're doing, and actually doing it with a slow, intentional pace is easier. It doesn't feel easier in the moment, but that's because all everything around us is really training us to be in a hurry. Our attention is being hijacked left and right. And so it really slowing down can cure a lot of that procrastination tendency because we're giving ourselves ample space to do the work at a sustainable pace. And maybe make fewer mistakes too. Yes. And being slow enough to relish that accomplishment. You know, on The Crisis Files, we also like to look for hope and the bright spot. What are some of the benefits, Amy, for slowing our roll? Oh, I think there's tremendous health, mental, emotional benefits. Um, Because again, you know, you hear so many people say just every day it's, I'm in this reactive cycle. Um, I'm always doing stuff for others. I don't feel like I'm doing anything for me, but when you're able to slow down, you're able to now start living in alignment with your values, your goals. You can also live for other people and do things for others, but you're giving yourself that space to take care of yourself. So I think that's a tremendous benefit. Um, but also. I think you just have a greater optimism for what's possible. Um, And that can be, you know, with my organizing productivity clients, sometimes they've just been in this rat race mentality for so long that when we're talking about, you know, improving or becoming a little bit more effective at work or effective in their spaces at home, they... They just don't know what that feels like. So when we pull way back and we slow down, and you know, we put we pluck out a few things that um, are causing that anxiousness, that are causing that that rushing mentality. 
um, they just have a greater sense of peace and joy with their space and their surroundings and their coworkers. So I think that's the greatest benefit. Um, that's not to say that you're not going to have to rush at some point. I I still find myself rushing. <laughs> you know, just, just this week, I caught myself rushing uh, from the airport to a meeting and I just went, oh, okay. I started listening to those bodily cues and I went, okay. Me being anxious and me thinking about how I have to rush doesn't change the reality of what's going on around me. So how can I listen to myself? How can I slow down? And and once you do that, you you just instantly go, okay, I don't have to be in control of everything because that's impossible. And you just open yourself up to a lot of um, freedom. I love that you also give yourself the power to just not beat up on yourself, but to stop and say, oh, I notice I'm rushing. How can I change that in the moment? So it can be really that simple change up within a few minutes or a few seconds. It doesn't have to be this big task, right? Yeah. And so I, um, what I coach my clients on is the four R's. And this, I simply came up with this through my own practice of living a little bit more mindfully and intentionally. And so the four R's, and this is really easy to remember, if you catch yourself in that moment where your shoulders are tight, or you you catch yourself saying, I need to do this right now, or, or else this is going to happen, or any catastrophizing language, simply go, okay, I need to refresh. I need to take a break. Get up. I mean, you don't have to stretch, you don't have to go for a walk, but get up from wherever you are, take a a bathroom break, drink some water, whatever you need to do to just jolt yourself out of that situation. Then reset, brain dump and prioritize. It can be just a quick 60 seconds, you know, 120 seconds, just brain dump and reprioritize and focus on what you're supposed to be doing. Then remind yourself, and this is super key to giving yourself that grace that you just mentioned, is that your value is not determined by your productivity. Your value is not determined by that email you need to send. Your value is not determined by what your house looks like, right? That's so important to remember. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think we get caught up in this um, insecurity cycle, right? Insecurity breeds insecurity, but... Um, you need to just remind yourself that your value is not determined by any of that. And then simply refocus, begin slowly again. And and I think you have to be very conscious of, okay, I'm going to start again, but I'm going to do it really slowly. And that feels weird at first, right? If you're doing a task at home, even something as simple as laundry to just go, I'm going to do this slowly and really mindfully. And just like any kind of meditation or mindfulness practice, it, that's where the power is, is where you keep returning to, okay, I'm just going to slow down. So refresh, reset, remind, and refocus. All great advice. Thank you, Amy Olson, founder of Life Done Simply. You can thoughtfully check out more from Amy at lifedonesimply.com. Today's Crisis Brief is brought to you by Huntington. Number one. Slowing down can help you distinguish between what is simply urgent but not important versus what is truly important. Number two, feeling pressed for time, anxious, or like you're making frequent mistakes? These could all be signs you need to take a step back and give yourself some space. Number three, remember the four R's. Refresh, 
reset, remind, and refocus. Sometimes reaching your goals takes more than money. It takes know-how. That's why money's just the start of what Huntington can do. Get more than money from your bank. See how at Huntington.com slash get more. Thank you to podcast producer Kim Inslee and audio engineer Tom Hamilton. Please rate and review The Crisis Files on your platform of choice. Check out our new website, thecrisisfiles.com, for fun facts about the show and all case files. Follow us on YouTube and Instagram at The Crisis Files. We do not provide legal, financial, medical, or PR advice for particular situations, but strongly suggest you seek out a professional with your specific needs. I'm Roshini Rajkumar. Join me next time on The Crisis Files.